In this mini-series of the Three Amigos, we want to let people see the person behind the FPL accounts they interact with. To do that, we have had a team of scientists come up with 20 questions which will reveal exactly who they are. Stay tuned in the coming days as we have interviewed a bunch of people from the FPL community, but we thought we'd better start the series by looking at the Amigos themselves. First up first tonight is Mars, who of course you find on Twitter at Mars05. Mars, are you ready to bear your soul to the FPL community? I'm so excited. I cannot hide it. That sounds really bad, 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 bad. <laughs> so, Mars, the first question for you is describe yourself in three words. And if the first one isn't crazy, then um, then you're we know you're lying about the rest of your answers. <laughs> uh, I'm passionate, principled, um, and loyal. Oh, I was expecting a bit more fireworks than Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, where do you live and what do you currently work at? Dale, Dale, we've seen his DMs, so we know how passionate he is, okay? Uh, uh, yeah, like, stop sending me notes. <laughs> I actually keep sending me notes. Okay. Um, well, uh, you know, as the, if people look at my Twitter handle, they will know that I'm uh, Palestinian-British, and I'm proud of both. Uh, moved to England in 96. I live in London, and I work for a pharmaceutical company. And tell me, Maris, how and when did you first get into FBL and when did you become a Liverpool fanatic? So, uh, well, well, a Liverpool fanatic is down to my old man. You know, the old man that you hear a lot about when Liverpool go 2-0 up. Uh, mm -hmm. He was a crazy Liverpool fan. He is a crazy Liverpool fan. He was here in the, the heydays of the 70s and the 80s and all I heard when I was growing up was Liverpool, Liverpool. And all I could remember is pool, pool. Uh, when I came to England in 96, I went to a game. I saw this guy from far away running up and down the wing, long dreads. He scored against Celtic. His name was McManaman, and I fell in love. I fell in love with the club. I fell in love with football. And then also, to be honest, I know it sounds a bit soppy, but football helped me settle in England when I first came. Uh, I could speak English, but it wasn't like this, if you call this English. <laughs> but <laughs> football was it's my language. Lavish. Yeah, it is. Football was my language. I made friends through playing football. So it's really it's, it's it's a huge part of my life. I'm not against sound soppy. People know me as the a bit of, you know I, I am the joker. I like to take life easy. Don't take life too serious. It's too short. So mess it up before it messes you up and all of that. But it was it is a huge part of my life. FBR got in uh, probably ten ten years ago. Um, being a being a huge football fan, uh, my friends introduced me to this to this game and I thought okay this is fun. Started it at work. Started playing with my managers. It was a good way to actually build a network at work. And then joined my friends. Uh, in a league and that was that Okay Maz what is your highest ever finish? My highest finish was in uh, the 2012-2013 season I came 2,532 That's pretty decent Not too bad at all um, Tell me Maz what's your best ever FBL memory? Uh, everybody mentioned Aguero on the five goals against Newcastle I remember the day actually Captain Day and my friends were coming round the scores were coming in and I was just laughing but my favourite memory is probably uh, three seasons in a row I finished first, third and first in uh, my mini league with my mates uh, and that was huge because it's quite competitive So Maz, what do you like most about the game and what do you dislike most? Um, what I like, you know what I like most about the game? Two things 
Uh, one is it got me really, really interested in uh, in the Premier League. I used to like all the other leagues, but I can't even watch Spanish league, German league, French league anymore. I just, I just don't. I have no interest. But I still remember. I think it was last season. Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough played somebody on Super Sunday, and I had a Middlesbrough defender, and I sat there for 90 minutes wishing the game to finish nil-nil because I wanted that clean sheet, and that's what FPL does to you. Uh, and the other one, of course, is you know the the, the community. And the friends that you make, and I mean, look at the three amigos, right? We we haven't met yet. We're quite good friends, so that's what FPL does. Fact. Um, you are the boss at FPL for one day, and you can change one rule or feature in the game. What are you uh, What are you going to change, Mersey? That's that's a really tough one, you know, because I li- I like the fact that there's there's rules. I think if if there was one, I would say like there's um, maybe a chip that you can use, let's say two or three times a season where you can uh, swap one player from your uh, starting eleven with a player on the bench. And you can only do that with one player, and you can only do that three times the whole season. Good stuff. Uh, Marcel, I'm, I'm expecting fireworks here. Describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. I love taking hits. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not scared of taking hits. Um, I, I I like facts. I don't do stats. I think stats are there to be broken. Um, so facts, hits, and last one probably um, mini league. It's for, for me. It's all about the mini league. So uh, yeah, ORs are important, but it's all about the mini leagues for me. Yeah, as you mentioned there, you um you, you're you're in a big mini league with friends. I know for cash. And that's your first one you look to, but um, tell us about that, and also tell us what's your target each season in in FBL. Oh yeah, I'm in it to win it. If I don't win, I'm I'm upset. So I'm always upset. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we have we have a mini league, and actually we have a way of uh, making sure people are interested. So I think there's about 30 of us, for example, right? And the top five get um, get a payout. Um, you get payout for high score. Uh, overall, like one one game week, the highest score, including double game weeks, etc. We do a cup competition as well, uh, knockout. Uh, but what we do as well is the uh, bottom 10%, so normally the bottom 7 or 8, they have to pay for curry the last day of the season for everybody else. We call it the curry zone. So that keeps people really interested and you can't, look, you can't if you, unless you want to pay for curry uh, for 30 people, um, you have to keep the interest going and there's a lot they, normally it's like a last day thing between the winners and the curry zoners who's going to get out of the curry zone who's going to win and it always keeps it interesting because we meet up on the last day as much as we can and uh, watch watch the games and we do like uh, you know who's going who's gonna to score first and etc so it's, it's quite fun and keeps the mini league alive Fair enough I, I quite like the sound of that I wish I was a bit closer so I could participate Hey we have people playing from Australia man so you're welcome it's a long way to come for a bloody curry, though, isn't it? <laughs> they don't come from Australia for the curry, but they still have to pay if they lose. <laughs> uh, what, what is the thing you do before each deadline? Do you read a blog, look at data, or listen to a certain Three Amigos pod? I listen to the Three Amigos and that guy called Mars that sings all the time. I love his voice. <laughs> um, actually, what I do is as soon as the game week starts, I set up my team. For the next game week, so I don't, so so I don't go into this. Oh, I forgot to do my team. I set up my team. I set up my captain, and then I'll probably look at it again, uh, probably Friday night, and 
yeah, I'll look at some tips. I'll read. I'll look at some. I like looking at polls and seeing uh, what people do. I love your post about who's the, you know, punt of the week and aubergine of the week or whatever that's called and who's going to be there on fire that week. I look at that just to see what people are thinking. But I try to go with my gut a lot. I'm at, I'm at 126, no, 104 now, actually, after Aguero's uh, four goals. So I try and be different. I haven't captain Salah once just to try and uh, make up make up the ranks. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. Aubergine. You just, you just can't get it right, Dale. <laughs> do, you, do you have any no-go players or teams? Um, no, I don't actually. Listen, I always say it on Twitter. Uh, it's Liverpool before fantasy football. So if you remember a few game week weeks, a uh, few game weeks game weeks ago, where we hammered City at home, I had three City players, and I was so happy that they got nothing. Um, I remember also last season or the season before Palace came to Anfield and they won 1-0 and Scott Dan scored a header late on. I had him as a defender. I was so annoyed. Still got 10 points out of him, but I was so annoyed. So, yes, I get annoyed. Yes, I, I, for me, it's LFC, but I don't. I will pick United players. I'll pick any players. It doesn't really bother me. Fair enough. If you support a Premier League team, but well, we all know who that is. Um, <laughs> well, it's not United. How do you feel about, how do you feel about cheering their rivals on? Yeah, I can't do that. I mean, okay, look, again, I say it on Twitter. I normally say, okay, I want United or Chelsea or Spurs or Arsenal to, or City to lose. Well, not City this season. I want them to win every game. Um, <clears throat> but if they were to lose, I want my players to do well. So if they were to win, sorry. Uh, ideally, they lose 4-3 and my players cause a hat-trick. However, if I'm watching and United are winning and I've got one of their players, then I would want him to get two, three, four, no problem. I have no problem cheering them on as long as they, I know they're going to win the game. But if, if, for example, United lose to Newcastle 1-0, I'm so happy. So it's kind of like, uh, it's not conflicted. I know exactly what I want out of it. But yeah, it's a bonus if my FPL team does well. Um, what do you like best about being part of the FPL community? I think I touched on it before. Uh, I can share my singing voice. <laughs> No, it's uh, meeting people. Uh, it's funny how you can talk to, to to people who are strangers to you and and say a lot. You know, I always say uh, football is, um, like I said before, football was part of my life, is part of my life. But it's, like I say, escape from reality, you know, the, the stress of work or, you know, my wife absolutely hates football. She probably don't, she can't name a few players at all. Um, so I take, that's my time. That's my time alone. So Twitter allows me to do that. I can talk to people about it. And you look you look around now, what's happening on Twitter with people, you know, sharing some stories with what happened with Fly, Planner, and everybody's rallying around. And the community makes that really nice. And the fact that, you know, you, may, you, you meet people and they become friends, um, that's really good. And obviously, look, Three Amigos came out of it and it's, it's you know, it's really important for me. So, yeah, uh, that's what I love, I love about the community. If you could pick one player past or present for your SEAL team, who would that be? Oh, it has to be Luis Suarez, right? Like, yeah, that yeah. guy was just magic. I mean, <clears throat> yes, I'm biased as a Liverpool fan, but I, I think he's one of those players that I had in my team all the time, every time. I'm probably captained him most of the games. So remember the games against Norwich and his goal against Newcastle. and except It's just, he, he's one of those players that will always do something. He just loves football and uh, hardly lets you down. So I would have him uh, without shadow of that in any team that I have. Brilliant stuff. Um, favorite meal and favorite drink? 
my favorite drink is coke with lime. If you hate me, you give me coke with lemon. I will have a fight. I just don't like lemon. Okay. <laughs> also, if you really hate me, you give me diet coke. I'd rather drink water, but it can't be sparkling water. I'm not very fussy, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, favorite meal? That's a tough one. When you come to when you come to England, you have to learn not to really like food unless you meet uh, until you meet chef, and then you know there is good food. <laughs> um, probably a home dish, uh, you know, for, uh, like from back home. Like I love hummus and falafel. Uh, there's there's a dish with rice, aubergine, and meat. So I'm more yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what, mushroom risotto is probably one of my favorite dishes when it's cooked well. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard to find a good risotto. Mm. Because people just cook the life out of it. They do. But enough of the food. Uh, if your house is on fire and you can only save one non living item, what would it be? The cut out of Donda I have in my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it a life size one? Yeah. Of course it is, but he's quite too tall for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, everybody says mobile or iPad, and I, and I see what they mean. You know, our life has become in this stupid thing. Uh, maybe my signed picture of Rafa Benitez. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oof. Tough one, really tough one. My keys, so I can drive my car. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any special skills, Mars, other than singing? Rapping? <laughs> no. Um, don't I have any special skills? Um, does uh, speaking Arabic count as a skill? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really if you if you grow up in Palestine, no. Definitely. <laughs> I only know like one Arabic word. Yalla. Yalla, yalla. Yalla, yalla. Yalla, habib. Yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> special skill? Um, I'm a good listener, baby. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, no, not really, to be honest. I don't, I don't yeah. Uh, languages. I love languages. So I try and learn as much as I can. Uh, you know, I, I travel a lot because of my job. So if I go to Germany, I try and speak in German. If I go to France, I, sp- I try and speak in French. So I'd say languages is my, my skill. Miles, what's your favourite type of music over them rap, so? <laughs> I'm feeling you. <laughs> what you gonna do? Yeah. I'm feeling you. That's a Raksu song. I'm not being <laughs> perfect there. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know who they are. Just, I know you've tweeted about them. Uh, he's, I love, he's standing uh, outside of a hotel singing that. So. <laughs> I love uh, I love hip-hop. Um, I love hip-hop. And I'm a 90s kid, so I was a garage boy. Big time. So solid crew. Yes. Bam. Uh, Mars, last question. I'm glad I got this one. But uh, tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit that you have. Guilty pleasure is, is there's if there's any trash TV, I'll watch it. X Factor. I'll watch it. I love 1D. I love Little Mix. I love Raksu. I'll watch it all <laughs> on record. If they like EastEnders, Corey. You know, I said life is so stressful. So sometimes I just like take it really easy. When I come from home from work. After I look, you know, the kids go to sleep, whatever, I'll watch TV and I just want to chill out, unwind. And nothing like watching dumb numbing TV. Was it numb dumbing? I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean. And uh, <laughs> and just just relax and not worry about it. My bad habit. Mm. My, my wife says I'm messy. I say, baby, I'm Suarez. Um, <laughs> uh, my bad habit is, you know... Uh, yeah, uh, maybe sometimes I'm, uh, I overthink stuff. There we go, I'm overthinking what my bad habit is. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Brilliant stuff. Mars, thanks a million for letting the listeners get to know you. One for each other and all for one. Don, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready for this? I'm ready for it, man. So, Don, tell us about yourself in three words. Um, Mars, probably the best. The three words that I use to describe myself would probably be daddy, husband, and human. Fair enough. So, Don, where do you live and what do you currently do for a living? Uh, um, I live in Galway, Ireland, and I'm currently earning my living in sports marketing as a writer, social media, and digital media manager. Um, I, I work from home. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work around my main job in life, which is uh, looking after my three boys. Um, so, Don, you obviously play FPL quite badly. I know that. But um, <laughs> tell us, when did you first get into the FPL and football in general? Um, well, I've been a Liverpool fan since I was about eight or nine, myself and my brother. And uh, we were uh, watching a Liverpool versus Man United match, one of the few matches that were kind of televised back in them days. They'd only have some big games televised. So um, we had, um, we basically were watching it and I picked Liverpool, he picked Man United. And um, I, I've, I've been very happy with my choice ever since. Um, I got into FBL. I started playing that about eight years ago, but um, only seriously for the last about two, three years, maybe, when I've got involved with the FPL community with the Fan Feud account. Fair enough. So, uh, what's your highest ever finish in FPL done? Well, it was last year, Dale, and um, and it's long. It's long in the rearview mirror at this point, but yeah, I got finished ten thousand six hundred last year. So um, it was a nice season. I rewarded my risky, risky behaviour last year, but um, this year it hasn't, unfortunately. History does not count, Don. We don't want to talk about history. Where are you now? <laughs> We're Liverpool fans, Marzi. That's what we do. They <laughs> beat that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when um, the best FBL memory would have to be when we announced that the Fan Feud podcast was over. Um, the comments from people in the community and those who'd appeared on the show over the years, it um, kind of it really blew me away. Um, the show was not just um, people talking fantasy nonsense. It was kind of, it was it's part of people's lives. So it was quite emotional and been, meant there was no way we weren't going to come back, of course, as the Three Amigos. Uh, so, Dan, what do you like most about the game and what do you dislike? As Michael Parkinson said, the importance of sport is not that it's life, war or famine or anything important like that, but uh, it, it, why it's important is because it gives relief from all those important things. Um, and so that's what I kind of I feel about FPL. It's a pastime and a distraction, a social opportunity for people who may feel and um, who may need that social interaction more than some of us. Um, can imagine even and what I dislike most is that you would have been a complete idiot to have not captained that player this game week tweets which we always see after every game Um, whenever I see them I think straight away knobhead I'm too polite to actually reply to them saying that but uh but um, I'll leave that to you, Dale, to, to do that for me. Maybe I'll give you my password. Yeah. My account. You, you, are, you, are too, you are too polite. That's like the worst I've heard you speak. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. really that, good to know you. Not, not like me, the troll hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but that's what I basically feel like. It's uh, If you have to kind of put someone else down to build yourself up, you need to you need to have a look at yourself. Yeah, no, no one lo- no one likes I told you so. It's it's just not, you know, it's, it's a game and also it just depends. No, I completely agree with you. So you're the boss at FPL for one day, and one day only. You can change one rule or feature. What would that be? Um, 
I'm going to go for what I'd like is lineup changes or transfers of players who haven't played yet. So like um, it'll be the end of the hard deadline, which is like an hour before the, the game week starts. So you'd be able to transfer in and out or make lineup changes for players who haven't played yet. Um, I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be able to do that. It kind of will, if you could keep an eye on team news and kind of transfer players out, and it'll add a, an extra little bit of, of fun to the game. Is that because you keep picking players that don't play? No, Mersey. It's um, simply because you know, <laughs> I'm just I, I'm I'm an intellectual, so it's probably more that I just want to kind of add more complexity to the game. You know, it'll give me it'll give me an advantage over the likes of yourself and Dale. You know. <laughs> All right, good. Um, describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words: impatient, fun, and instinctive. So, Don, what's your target each FPL season, and do you have any mini leagues that you take part in? Um, may, the target each season would be top 10k I think is a good target to have every year um, mini league wise uh, head to head league we have with people who appear as guests on the show um, that's that's one I kind of keep an eye on most but this season I've taken my eye off it completely because it's too painful to look at um, and of course there's a head to, there's a league that myself and my um, my two oldest lads and my brother are in and um, that one has probably more bragging rights than any other are you just put over for your leagues um, yeah, but like, I don't know why you have to draw attention to that, Mars. It's we're we're friends, so I don't know why you have to be like this. <laughs> it's just not gonna let it go on. No, no, it's like they can just dig and sticking the knife in and twisting. <laughs> so, Don, what is the thing you do before each deadline? Be it read a blog, look at data, or listen to a certain Free Amigos podcast. I listen and I talk to my two amigos. That's what I do. And uh, that's probably why my rank is so far, because I listen to the two of you. <laughs> OK, so when it comes to your captain choice and deciding on transfers, how and when do you do it? So this one is basically a um, thing for listeners to know how not to do it. So, OK, um, what I normally do is I straight after the game week starts, I go into my lineup and I set it up like I would if I was starting it. Um, you know, if that if the next game week was starting right away, including the captain pick. Um, I usually actually do stick with my captain pick because I've been burnt in the past where I've flip-flopped a little bit on Saturday mornings and it hasn't worked well. So I generally try to stick to who I went for at the beginning of the game week. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as transfers goes, I do like to wait on them, but I am very partial to taking a risk on a player to get ahead of price changes. So I, risky is the way I play. It's, it's not the most successful way of playing, but for me, it's the most fun. So I don't mind taking an early transfer, even though it is a little bit risky. I, 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 know, I know I joke a lot with you about your rank, but I, I do think you pick some interesting players like Martial, who I think actually has got a lot of potential. And I think you picked Mkhitaryan, right? So he's delivered. He has. Thanks, Mars. You, it's too late. And too late for you to start getting nice now here. You were captain Aguero last week. I did. I did, yeah. And um, and I sold him this week. Yeah, I'm going to sell him as well. So. Oh, yeah. good. I'm so, keeping him and I'm going to make him triple captain if you sold him. Yep, I knew that was coming too. <laughs> so, Don, do you have any no-go players or teams? Um, no. I... Uh, Obviously, I like going for players. If I have Liverpool players, it adds extra bit of fun. It's um, it's nice seeing um, having triple Liverpool cover. But um, but no, I don't have any no go players. So Don, we know you support Liverpool. How do you feel about cheering rivals like United players and Chelsea players in FPL? Um, the way I kind of do it is I I pick the players that I think will give me the most points. 
I don't let my bias get into it, but um, what I probably do is I don't really watch, say if I've got United, say if I've got um, a lot of United cover and they're playing a game, I just won't watch it. I'll kind of just watch the points coming in. I'll, I'll kind of won't bother watching because it's kind of a bit torn on it. It's similar to if you're watching, um, if say if watch, what I find more actually um, of an issue is, say if I'm watching um, Liverpool playing and I don't have any Liverpool defensive cover. Now Liverpool ownership isn't really that high, but but it would be, you know, it's becoming increasingly with more people going on to Van Dijk or Robertson or whatever, and that's where I actually find the conflict is most is, um, would I accept them winning only four one as opposed to four nil if it'll help my rank? And usually my answer on that is no. So um, so that's basically kind of how I do it when I'm when I'm dealing with rivals or if I'm having a bit of a conflict between my FPL team and um, and Liverpool. Fair enough. What do you like best about being part of the FPL community? Friendships. It's, um, I've made real friends. Um, you lads, you lads, obviously key among them. But um, the um, I've made real good people that I feel that I I know and that um, that we care about each other basically. And we kind of um, it's it's more than just a game. It's a it is a, a community, and that's what I do like about it. Is um, and what I can't stand when people are 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 bitchy towards each other or whatever. That is kind of a it's a it, it's a community that people I know that I know from when people have had difficulties, whether it was flies, um, illness, or whether it was anything like that. Then people do actually rely on the community to kind of support them through rough times. So um, and and I know I've used it myself when I've gone through rough times. So that's what I like about it. Yeah, great answer, and that's uh, really true. Now, uh, if you could bring a past player or present player to your team, who would it be? It'd be God. Robbie Fowler would be the one I'd love to. Um, I'd love to have been playing FBL when Robbie was playing, because um, it would have uh, would have combined my um, great goal scorer and also um, and you know and obviously a Liverpool legend. So um, I would have loved to have been had the opportunity to pick him in a heyday for Liverpool. Good answer. So, Don, what is your favourite meal and your favourite drink? Favourite meal is, um, I have a lot of them actually, but um, like steak and chips with gravy. It's lovely, peachy. But um, my favourite meal would be lamb gel frazy. So um, that's my usual one when I get an Indian. It's a lovely curry. Delicious. And uh, washed down by a few bottles of beer. Craft beer. Not right, Dale? Oh, yes. Can't beat the craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> So, Don, your house is on fire. Now you can only pick one non-living item with you. What would that be? We have all the family photos basically backed up on hard drives. You know, like we have them on laptops and on and stuff like that. But that's what I would grab would be um, I'd grab the hard drive to basically I'd seen a firebox um, for, for, for this real life situation. But it was um, it, that'd be the one thing that it would be kind of irreplaceable would be pictures of the kids when they're growing up and stuff like that. So that's what I grab. OK. Do you have them on Facebook? No, I don't really put too many pictures up on Facebook because of the ah. you know you don't know you don't know who'd be looking at what on Facebook. There is some, but um, but most of them no, I wouldn't. I just put all mine online. It's like people want to look at them. Let's crack yeah, on. you're a stalk. You're a stalker's dream, like. I know, yeah, but everything. <laughs> but so, Don, do you have any special skills? I have to say no to that. Um, I I think I'm pretty good at a lot of things, but um. But no, I don't have any kind of weird skills where um where I can one of my kids can pick his nose with his tongue, which um is an interesting skill which will really serve him well in his future. But um 
No, I don't probably have anything that I'd that I describe. Probably my pe- by people skills. I am I am um I am good with people and I'm I'm uh, it's probably my main my main skill in life. That's a really important skill to be fair. And uh, yeah, you're quite easy to get on with. And you take banter, which is really important. Um what's your favorite type of music? I like every kind of music really. Everything from the Beatles through Led Zeppelin, um, rap, rock and even pop songs now. But um, my current favorite band would probably be 21 Pilots. I like a lot of their stuff. Um, yeah, so basically I'm into a lot of different types of music and um, I, I don't really stick to any one. I like, if depending on the mood, you kind of, you listen to different type of music, I feel. Okay, so Don, last question. Tell us one guilty pleasure you have and one bad habit that you, you have. I have a lot that could go into these um, answers, lads. Um, guilty pleasure-wise... One, this one will be peculiar, but you know the lady from the Travago TV ads. That's one of my guilty pleasures. I can be just sitting down doing something. Her voice will come on the TV. That them ads, you know the. Uh, I think she's Australian, but um, and I well, she. I have a bit of a guilty pleasure about her, to be honest. Which I could be sitting there with the family and look and ogling somebody on the TV, but um, <laughs> other than that, probably eat, eating my kids' um, jellies would be one. Um, I uh, I have a bit of an obsession with jellies, and um, I can't really stop myself if they're in the house. I literally smell them, and I have a bit of a problem with them. But um, that would probably be my guilty pleasure. And a bad habit is that I get distracted very easily, which um, doesn't make me the most efficient of people. Um, I can kind of start doing something, and I'll have five things on the go at the same time. And um, it, it doesn't really bode well for effectiveness. I'm quite heartbroken that one of your guilty pleasures is not to listen to my songs. <laughs> but, That's Don, not, not, don't feel guilty about that. <laughs> Don, you've been, a, you've, been, you've been great. Thanks for um, revealing yourself a little bit more to the community, and it was a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks, man. Pleasure, pleasure revealing myself and not getting arrested for, for a change. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now the attention turns to Dale, who, of course, you all follow at Chef Dale H on Twitter. Dale, are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? I was born ready. Uh, damn it. Why didn't I use that answer myself? <laughs> Dale, describe yourself for the listeners in three words. Well, the first one's obviously foodie, because I am obsessed with food. Football because I am absolutely obsessed with football. And to round off the three Fs, it would be fishermen, because I am always fishing on Twitter. <laughs> I, do, I do love your fishing trips. Um, <laughs> so, Dale, I think, I think we, just, just to confirm to people where you're from with that accent, and also, I know, we know that you're a chef, but, um, like, is there anything else that you do for work? Because you seem to have a lot of projects going on. So, yeah, I live in Yorkshire. I'm from Hull and I live at Chef Towers in the city centre, but not for long because I'm going to move house shortly. Um, I do actually have a lot of projects. I'm not actually a chef anymore. Um, I work with vulnerable adults and that's all I can really say about that. Um, that's my main income. And then I've also got the website and I'm working on some other things as well that'll uh, come out next season 
So, yeah, I, I'm a, I am a busy man, and I, I do like to keep myself occupied. And you're going to get even busier. How and when did you get first get into FPL? And, um, well, how long have you been a Leeds fan, for instance? So, football... Funnily enough, my football love affair didn't start with English football. My love affair with football started with Serie A and Football Italia on Channel 4 on a Saturday and a Sunday with and James Richardson. Um, oh, I love that program. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. used to love I was, it. Yeah, I used to watch it every Saturday and Sunday and I was obsessed. And then I got into Championship Manager Italia. That was like, I came out in like 1995. I am sure I'm my age now. Um, and yeah, I, I took it from there and then obviously my family supported Leeds. So I became a Leeds fan. I started going in, I think I went to my first game in 96 and I've been going ever since, um, pretty much on and off for the last 20 odd years. Um, FPL, well, I actually started playing fantasy football by post and it was, um, way back when I used to, I used to buy, uh, Match Magazine and Shoot. I don't know if any of you two remember those. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And then in the back of those, there used to be fantasy football uh, like uh, by post, and you, you used to pay £2 a week, and it'd, you'd like fill out your team sheet and do your transfers, and you'd just send it off. And, yeah, you'd compete against other managers. And then I discovered FPL, and... My, and for all the time I've played FPL, I've also played Champions League, and Champions League is one one that I am really really good at. And I got my highest ever finish in Champions League in any fantasy football when I come thirteenth uh, uh, about three seasons ago. Oh wow, that's that's quite high. What's your yeah. highest ever finish in in actual FPL? In actual FPL, it's, it's, I think it's about 10k. I've not really had the success with FPL that I have with Champions League. Um, I've played a few other uh, Premier League fantasy football. Like I used to play I-Team and I, I've, I came like in the top 250 one season in that. But it, it doesn't have the player base that if FPL has. So, yeah, FPL is one that I've yet to crack the top 1,000. I think it might be um, me and you as uh, we're a bit impatient, Dale. So um, we kind of... When we when we play like that, it's kind of a, FBL is a long slog, and you kind of have to um, keep patient and kind of conservative suits more conservative managers, I guess. Whereas the Champions League one is kind of more short bursts, isn't it? Yeah, Excuses definitely. are coming out. Excuses are coming out already. I'm doing all right I this thought, season in Champions League. I thought we League. muted him, Dale. <laughs> this season in Champions League, I'm, I'm thinking I'm about seven k, so I'm doing all right. Yeah, just pick plenty of Liverpool players for when we march towards the final. But yeah, um, four, the, yeah, you just picked captain the wrong one though. Um, last week game week, didn't you? Captain Salah. Yeah. Van Dijk and um, Carrius doing bits. Mm. Um, tell me best FPL memory. So my best FPL memory it involves Twitter. Now this will surprise a lot of people, but I was drunk, <laughs> um, and I saw Chief tweeting about Olivier Giroud, and in my drunkenness. It was on Boxing Day, and he was he was on talking about the season before where he got sent off and didn't score anything. And in my drunkenness, I thought that'll be a good transfer for Boxing Day. And so when I I did it when I was drunk, and then I sobered up and I tweeted Chief what I'd done and what had happened, and um, 
although me and Chief was on Giroud watch and everybody joined in and, and it got there. Uh, do you remember Oystein uh, Volovic's uh, Tweets of the Week compilation? Yeah. Yeah, it got in that and like, yeah, it was and when Giroud scored, Twitter went crazy. It, it was that was probably <laughs> my best. That was probably my like my funnest FPL memory. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, what do you like most about the game, and what do you hate, what do you dislike the most? Um, what do I like most about the game? I just, probably the community. I mean, I don't I don't really take the game as seriously as most people. I I, I love analysing football and. FPL becomes a byproduct of that. Um, I, li- I like to think I, when it comes to football, I do know what I'm talking about, and yeah, that's I, I like talking about football with the community and then translating it into FPL. Uh, what do I dislike? I dislike um, probably the app. The apps like can be pretty broken at times, and I've had a couple few experiences where I've captained the player. And it unsaved, and then it, the captain's reverted back to last pick, and it's cost me points. So yeah, probably probably the app. <laughs> excuses, <laughs> excuses. Um, you're the boss at FPL for one day and can change one rule or feature in the game. What is it? I'd fix the app. <laughs> <laughs> He's still banging on about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still bitter because uh, a few weeks ago I captained Aguero, it didn't save, and then he scored like a hat trick or something. I think he got two goals and an assist. It was something stupid like that. And I ended up captaining Kane because of it. And I mean, Kane still scored, but it's not the point. It's called don't drink and do transfers. Or would I do something like that? So how do you describe yourself as an FPL manager in three words? Um, fun, maverick, and probably ballsy. Uh, I do some pretty ballsy picks when it comes to captains and transfers. I'm not scared to go against the masses. And it's been to my detriment this season, but it's worked out a lot before. But yeah, this season it's it's not worked out as great. Uh, tell us, Dale, what would be your target each season? And do you have a target rank? And do you have any mini leagues that you look to first? Um, I do have one mini league that I look to first because it's the cash one, um, and it's purely because of that reason. But I don't I don't really do a lot of mini leagues. I know a lot of people like to get involved in the mini league front and that's fair enough but I'm, I'm, I don't really bother with a lot of them um, but I, I am in one cash one and I do take that seriously um, my target each season I don't, I'll be honest I don't really have one um, I just want to have fun and enjoy the game I think you can if you get too obsessed with your rank and if you've done well or done bad it, it can ruin your full weekend and, and, and life's too short to let some make-believe game ruin your weekend, you know? True say, true say. What is the thing that you must do before each deadline? Like, you know, read a blog, look at data, listen to us on the Amigos? To be honest, I mean, I, I used to read a lot. I don't really have much time now because, as I've already said, I have, like, a million and one projects on the go. Um, I used to... This season, I read a lot and I let a lot of um, articles and podcasts, etc. Uh, sway my thinking. And then I made a conscious decision after Christmas to not let that, not do that anymore. So the only thing I do is like is our pod and I do my research for the pod and that comes into my thinking each week with like, my own research. And I, so I don't really read any blogs anymore. 
the only blog I do read is FPL Connect's presser article because it's it's got all these snippets from the press co- conferences. So if there's a player that I've I've says fifty percent on on the app, um, I'll look for the press conference snippet and see if he's the manager confirms if he's out or not. And, and so that's the only art, article I really read anymore. You actually do research. For the, for the pod, yeah, of course I do. About to come in and say, um, yeah, no, I really appreciate that at least one of you does a bit of research before you come on. And, uh, <laughs> I have to. You jump in before me. <laughs> <laughs> Some, someone has to. <laughs> when, when it comes to choosing your captain pick um, and deciding on transfers, how and when do you usually do that? Um, so transfers, the only thing that dictates when I do a transfer is price changes. If I've only got the exact money to do it, I'll do it early because the price changes have caught everyone out this season. It's, it, you know, they've changed the algorithm. And the, as good as the two price predictor sites are, there have been times when they've, they've been way off this season. So if I've only got the exact money, I, I will just make the transfer early. But usually I'll wait till Friday um, or even Saturday morning uh, to do my transfer. My captaincy pick, I've usually picked it early on um, and it will be whichever premium players got the what I think is the easiest fixture cool um, so do you have any uh, no-go players or teams oh yes I have lots <laughs> so the first guy who is on the no-go list is Andy Carroll he's never ever coming in my team ever again in some this is when me being a maverick catches me out. I, captain, I triple captained him in the double game week. What a stupid move that was. Um, I did exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. I don't have any Huddersfield players in my team because the Leeds rivals. I barely have any Man United players. Um, I've only really... I've had Pogba a couple of times, but uh, only really David De Gea has been a mainstay in my team. But he, he's just like a set and forget. So, you know, you're pretty safe with Dave and your team. Um, let me have a think. I think that's about it. Uh, Morata, he's a no-go anymore. I had him for a while and he's not done anything, so he's, an, he's a no-go as well. He, he's not ever coming back into my team until he proves himself. Uh, but that's about it, really. Oh, and Arnautovic, and like, I, I don't like him neither. He, he has about five good games a season and then everybody gets caught up in the and out of which buzz and gets him in and then he just doesn't do nothing. Yeah, it's good that you got a few. But um, as we know, you're a Leeds fan and as you mentioned there with um, Man United probably would be the, the rival that you would have. But um, how do you feel in general about if when you do have Man United players, for instance, in your team, um, do you watch them? Would you be cheering them on the same way as normal or what way do you deal with that? Um, I don't really watch Man United, like if I can help it. Um, I'd maybe watch him if I captained one of their players, but that is a rarity. Um, I mean, I, I kind of play FPL impartially, so I don't let my club feelings affect my transfers or my decisions or anything. So yeah, it's if I, like I say, I've had David De Gea for a large part of the season, so every time they've got a clean sheet, I might get him. You know. Handy being a Leeds fan anyway, and um, you know it kind of solves that problem for you anyway. Yeah. Well, that's it. We haven't been relevant for the best part of 20 years, so it doesn't really affect me. Um, so, Dale, you mentioned the community before. Uh, what do you like best about being part of the FBL community? Um, the, the community 
is a funny one. I kind of, I mean, anyone who follows me knows that I'm quite an open book on Twitter. And I think it's, this community is evolving at the minute. Um, way back when, when I first started, nobody, like the posts that I, I put out there quite often were about my personal life and stuff I'm doing. And even like when I was dating loads of girls and stuff like that, nobody would ever dream of t- tweeting stuff like that. Like, let's be honest. And I think now, I'm not saying that I've caused that at all. I think, you know, I think I've, I've shown people that it's okay to be personal on Twitter and like, can, you can form these friendships with people and, and stuff like that and, and be an open book and tweet about your personal life. And I, and I think the community is evolving to a point where, you know, we are, we are all people and we have personal lives and we can talk to each other about our personal lives. I, I know stuff about you two and my, my other close friends that I've got on Twitter, you know, that we can all talk about. And so I, I like how the community is evolving into it's, it's got away from, oh, we can only tweet about FPL to let's all tweet about our personal lives or what we're drinking tonight or what we're eating or what we're doing tomorrow or, you know, so I like, I like that it's, I've probably spent more guys time with, uh, the people I like on Twitter talking to them than I do with my real life friends. Yeah, it's a great answer. The, um, as you said, I think it's more uh, full. You're seeing the full um, 3D image of of a person now. People are you know, revealing more of them. You know that there's not just one dimensional. You know, oh no, it's all about That's FPL. I, yeah. I, I much prefer FPL accounts who talk talk about personal stuff and you know than people who just tweet stats. I've got, I've got no yeah. interest in that anymore. Yeah, it's it's nice when we can be ourselves. At the end of the day, there's people behind those accounts. So that's it. Now, Dale, if you could pick one player, past or present, for your FBL team, who would that be? Lucas Radaby. No, sorry to disappoint. Um, it it could only be one player, the best striker to grace a Mark football Paducah. pitch. And no. <laughs> and we were sadly robbed of his best years because of injury. But even despite Okaka. those injuries, it has he, to still, be he still went on to become the GOAT. And that is Ronaldo. Anan, ah, not not this Cristiano, the, the proper Ronaldo. Uh, it can only be him. If, if he, he, he was in his prime, he was one of the best strikers to, to play the game. And one of the reasons that I fell in love with the game. Yeah, what, a player, yeah. what a player, what a player. So, uh, Dale, of course, you're a chef, so that might be a difficult question for you next. What's your favourite meal and favourite drink? It is a difficult question. Um, my favourite meal, it probably surprised some people, it's a, it's a Reuben sandwich. So it's it's salt beef or corned beef, as they call it in the States, uh, sauerkraut and Russian dressing. And was it Frozen Island dressing? I can't remember. <laughs> Whatever the dressing is. And it's just in a sandwich. And it's it's the absolute oh it's just amazing. That is probably my favourite meal. And then I'd wash it down with uh, probably a Bakewell sour uh, craft beer. It's like a lemon and grapefruit beer, and it's it's my favourite beer. Lovely and refreshing, yeah. Um, if your house is on fire and you could only save one non-light living item, what would you grab? Oh, that's easy. My favourite knife. To get the guy who's after setting your house on fire, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> so talking about knives, do you have any special skills? Um, I can do a bit of Northern Soul dancing. 
<laughs> I want to see. I really? want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can. I'm not real good at it, but I can. I can scan it. I can do it a little bit. I go to. Not, well, I haven't been to one for a while, but I used to go quite often to Northern Soul Nights and, and get my get my dance on. Full of yeah, Northerners dancing away, huh? Oh uh, yeah, it's it's really good, and you just get pretty, well. I, you know me. Everybody knows me on Twitter. I can drink quite a lot, so. Yeah. I tell you what, you can do that. I will belly dance, and then uh, Don will Irish dance, and then that'll be that'll be the three amigos. <laughs> Good stuff. And speaking of uh, dances, what's your favourite type of music? Um, um, quite you guys have pretty wide taste in music, but um, the two that I listen to regular are probably Rage Against the Machine and Kendrick Lamar. They're, they're the two that I listen to the most, but I do have quite a wide selection, like. Uh, I go as far back as like Frank Sinatra and like I, I like uh, quite a lot of rock music. So, but yeah, Kendrick Lamar and Rage Against the Machine are probably the two I listen to the most. So when you're um, when you're cooking, so when you're doing them videos, you is is playing in the background, cooking in the name of like that, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always got the music on when I'm <laughs> cooking. I, I just, to be honest, I like to just zone out. Like cooking's like my escape. Um, so even when I'm with Leah, like I will put my headphones in if I'm cooking in the kitchen and I will just put the music on and zone out. Um, she's got used to it now. She found it pretty weird at first. But yeah, I just I just like to just zone out and have the music on and just, just cook. No, fair enough. I, I would do the same without the cooking bit. But yeah, love listening to music and just zoning out and singing along badly. So, Dale, last question. Tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit you have. My guilty pleasure has got to be you, Mars. I just wish I knew how to quit you. See, Don? <laughs> Listen yeah, and learn. He, Listen he, and he learn. answered right, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one bad habit I have, um, I don't know, it was probably smoking, but I, I've been quit like three months now, so I can't really have that one. Um, I, pro- I probably vape a bit too much, though, but it's better, better than smoking. Yeah, fair play. I'm delighted you, you've managed to quit and stay off them. It's a difficult thing to do. Um, Dale, thanks a million for bearing your soul to the FBL community. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Oh yeah. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.